All right. Good morning, everybody. We are live. We are on with Carrie, a little bit of coffee with Carrie this morning. We're super excited to talk with her today and dig into uh, how data can be used for agents and they can use this to better run their operations. Um, but before we get into it, wanted to make sure that we let everybody know, like Elevate is coming up. May- it's right around the corner. Yes, right around the corner. It will be warm in Nashville when we're there. You're going to want to be there May 31st through June 2nd. Great lineup of speakers. It's going to be a fun time. Landon and I will be there. We will be there. We will line dance with you. Uh-oh. Where'd oh, Carrie go? We lost Carrie. Oh, no. We can't have coffee with her. If she's well, we can't there. have coffee without Carrie. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let me see if I can find her. Keep going, Olivia. Let me see if yeah, I can. So you're, make sure, get your ticket for Elevate. We'd be excited to see you there. We're looking forward to having a really good time. Um, you know, a good variety of speakers and topics and, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be tons of fun. And yeah, like I said, Landon and I will, will, we'll learn to line dance with you. Maybe Landon already knows how to. I, I, the Macarena, that's terrible. That's not line dancing. That is like the worst, right? I don't even know anything about line dancing, to be honest. I, I'm not, um, is she back? She's back. Oh, fantastic. All right. Carrie's back. Hello. Hello. We lost you there. Sorry about that. Yeah, just making a little fun, right? Making it fun. Right. Making it interesting. Making we it like fun. for every broadcast to have some unique element. And so if we just did it, disappear. Hotel <laughs> Wi-Fi. What can we say, right? You gotta love it. It was no like problem. a magic trick. <laughs> Landon made you reappear. Yes. 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 You are so talented. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, I'm super excited, Carrie, to have you on. Um, I met Carrie down in Myrtle Beach, I think, officially face-to-face um, in Myrtle Beach in the fall of 19. The North Carolina agents had a uh, annual conference down there. And, um, you know, hearing Carrie speak, and I'm, I'm sure lots of you have maybe heard some of her recent podcasts. I know she did one with Ryan Hanley recently. Um, and you, you just – I feel like you're getting out there and getting known more and more and more each week, Carrie, and that's probably by design. and um, it's 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 worth every second to listen to you because I think you've got some really interesting insights that data has helped you gather um, and uh, you're able to break it down I think for agency owners both young and old to make them realize and understand how important um, managing by data really is so um, before we jump into too much give us the two minute what you do today, tell them about Intel Agents and um, and what your mission is right now. Well, first of all, thank you both for having me on. I appreciate it. I um, I It was a good day when I got to meet you both in person. I think I met Olivia at Elevate, and I met you, Landon, in um, North Carolina. And But I've been connected to both of you for a while through the 5 a.m. club. So I love talking to all kinds of agents across the country um, that are forward thinking and they're really thinking about how do they grow their business? What do they do differently? And you guys have, have done a really nice job of surrounding yourselves with some incredible people. So I think we, uh, yeah, there it is. Um, you know, we, uh, we all have to stick together because we're all trying to, you know, build this industry together in the future of this industry. So uh, really quick what I do, I've been uh, part of the Ohio Insurance Agents Association for 10 years. My background's finance, um, and I love small business. I've always been in small business. I grew up in a startup, 
And so when I had the opportunity to come to the insurance space and work with 1,300 independent agents across the state of Ohio, that was an incredible opportunity for me. Small yeah. business owners are who I want to see win. And um, I transitioned from being the CFO there and really helping that operation run to uh, moving into Intel agents where I get to actually work directly with agents and agents data in order to help them make really strong decisions about their organizations and be a business advisor with that data. So that's really my role today. I run Intel agents, which is a data analytics company, and I do business consulting for independent agents. That's fantastic. And I want to, before we get into too much of the nitty gritty, because data can be a heavy topic. You know this. I mean, yeah, I feel like you've, you've really, you've, you've lived it. So I mean, data can be heavy. Um, but I just want to take just a quick minute and I want to talk to you because, um, I found in this industry that, um, people just in gen, in, in general care about the community that's around them. And you did something last year that was really unique and special. Um, and this is going to be kind of a left turn away from insurance just for a minute. But I, I want to highlight just how amazing of a person you are, Carrie, uh, you and your family, and, and what you were able to do with, I believe it's Disney Points of Light. Um, yes. And uh, the story that I heard through... Um, the hero effect, Kevin Brown, he's spoken at several conferences. Many of you out there probably heard him speak. Um, but the connection that you all have with, with, with them, with, uh, Chef Bay down at Disney, all that stuff. Tell us, tell us how Points of Light is, is interwoven into your family. So, um, thank you for that. And yeah. honestly, I don't really talk about this very much. So I appreciate that. But I, I can tell you, I found that. I've met some incredible people through insurance and you're right. They all care. That's, that's the, it's all about relationships. And I think that's the beauty of the industry that we're in. So, um, ah, so my, my family's been involved with an organization called dreams on horseback for about 15 years. And dreams on horseback is an organization that uses horses in order to connect with people of all abilities. Um, my oldest daughter has autism and they've actually built some of the programs based around her. Mm. Um, my husband and I were both parent mentors to help build those programs. And we were nominated by someone within the organization of Dreams on Horseback as the volunteer family of the year. Wow. And so that's through points of light. There was over 3000 families nominated across the country and we made it into the top five, which was crazy. Cool. And uh, we ended up, being able to take a trip to Disney to meet the other five families. We were not the finalists, but you know, it was a huge honor. I mean, things we did just because it, you know, this has become a community that we're part of and I can't imagine a life not being part of dreams on horseback. They've, they've done more for us than we've ever done. Um, but it's, it's really shaped both of my children. Um, Mm. my youngest daughter is studying to be an occupational therapist in order to help kids with special needs. And, um, it really gave my other daughter a great opportunity to, to show how she can give back to others with special needs as well. So she went from a participant to actually a volunteer as well. So she had, she was volunteer of the year. She had more hours than anybody else in the, in the organization. So yeah, it was, it was really neat, but the connection with Kevin Brown's family, um, 
So when we went to Disney, they asked our family, who's your favorite character? What would you like to see? And we said, we want to meet Chef B. We want to meet cool. the woman that Kevin Brown talked about because she went out of her way for his son in order to make him have a Disney experience around the food that he was eating. And um, it was it was an incredible experience. They actually, you know, did a did a story about it. But those are the heroes. My, You know, my kids had their Disney time. My kids are 20 and 21, but it was really incredible to go meet her and, and tell her thank you that it's people like her that have made my family, um, you know, have a different, different path. So she's an incredible woman. I was glad that Kevin Brown talked about her and um, I'm super glad that I got to meet her. So. Yeah. Well, that's tremendous. I, I just think, you know, I'm sure that a lot of you out there in agency nation, one of the reasons I want to bring this up is just because I feel like, you know, one of the things that our industry does really well is give back. Um, and you use the, 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 the term everyday heroes. Um, and I think we can be that both um, in our personal lives and for our customers and clients. And you're, you're a living example of that. So good yeah, stuff. Thank there. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful legacy, Carrie. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for humoring me on that. I really wanted to get that story out there, and I, I think our it's to our audience benefit, which is great. So, but well, let's enough about, about that, though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but let's talk about let's talk about you being an everyday hero for agencies huh. across this nation. How'd I do? Is that a good transition? Oh, uh, beautiful. Okay. All right. <laughs> everyday hero for the agents across this nation in 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 the nation. Um. So. Data is is the huge topic of discussion. If if unless you're living under a rock, I feel like you've heard about it. Um, we had Seth Saremba and and company on uh, last time, and we we did a deep dive. Actually, I thought it was kind of a brainiac dive into data and how they're <laughs> using it in their agencies. Um, but Carrie, I am I am putting all my chips on the fact that you are able to make this simple for people to understand and to have it relatable. And so that's why I wanted to bring you on and talk about that. And so um, let's just start by, you know, what is what is the number one misconception that agency owners have about the data that's in their control right now? The number one misconception is that they can't put it to work for themselves. I think mm -hmm. that the tools that agents owners have right now make it tricky um, to really get a good handle on what they've got and how to put it to work. But I believe that you can put it to work. I think it requires um, some discipline. It might require some different technology, but it really is about a cultural change. Mm -hmm. you know, I told you I absolutely love entrepreneurs and small business. And yeah. the beautiful thing about entrepreneurs is they've got a gut sense about them where they run their business based on that. I'm, I'm proposing use your gut and, and trust your gut, but really marry data in order to drive the decisions that you're making. I think that, you know, I, I get to meet amazing business owners, but what worked 10, 15, 20 years ago is not going to work 5, 10, 15 years from now. So mm -hmm. let's really think about what they're data machines. They are creating data every single day. Yep. They understand, it, but you have to mine the data. You've got to be disciplined about how you capture the data. And then you got to know what you're looking for. So yeah. partner with people who want to help you do that. And you can be a data-driven organization. So I think people hear data-driven organizations and they think, well, that's Facebook or that's, that's Netflix or that's, um, 
Hanover. That's something yeah. other than me as a small business owner. And I'm here to tell you, it can be you. Well, I would guess that, you know, some of the larger agencies in this country for many years have, you know, let's just break it down real to the simplest metrics. You know, what's, what's your, uh, what's your loss ratios? You know, what, what, what's your carrier mix? You know, how much, what percentage of your book is with carrier A versus carrier B? And how does that affect your bottom line? Those sort of things. I think that, you know, you, you got two, two different audiences. And one of the things that I listened to your podcast with Ryan Hanley, um, one of the things that I felt like, you know, a point that you made that was just fantastic is that, you know, smaller agencies and, and, and people that, that are more main street and don't have multi locations and massive, massive staff and whatnot, they don't have a way to really, to really activate and see that data in a way that, that makes sense. You know, they, they haven't evolved to the point where they're beyond their gut reaction right. to certain things. And I think that's where I think that's where Intel agents and the work that you're doing is extremely valuable. So unpack that a little bit for us. Okay, so I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I actually um, between the time when I did the Ryan Hanley podcast and today, I actually sat in an agent's office. We were doing his valuation for him, and we're trying to answer some of the questions you just said. Hmm. One of which was, "Who are your top? Who are your top five carriers? And what's the what's the?" book that you have with each of those. And I sat and physically watched him try and go in his agency management system and pull that data for me. And it was cumbersome as you could not believe. So I get it. There are some real, um, there's some real challenges. What we've done is take the data that agents have shared with us through doing the normal course of business with your associations. And okay. that looks the same in Ohio, in North Carolina, in Wisconsin. And so we all do business with agents. We're experts. That's all we're focused on doing. And you've shared information with us. We've taken that data and built benchmarks where we can share with agents, hey, this is what the fastest growing agencies look like. This is mm -hmm. what the product mix looks like. This is what their top five carriers look like. So I'm not asking agents to tell me that. We've already shared it with us. We're putting your data to work to give you those benchmarks. That was step one. Mm -hmm. So that's what you can get from Intel agents today. You can go do a gut check and say, you know, I know that I have, as a business owner, I have tons of options. I can do business with different carriers. I can have different um, staff staff structures. I can have different compensation structures. I can go into certain niches. I can do all kinds of things, but am I making the right decisions and how do I know where I might want to focus? That's what we're trying to give to agents. That's fantastic. And do you yeah. feel like the, the information varies based on the size of the organization? So 100, yeah, yeah, 100%. It varies based on the size of the organization. It varies based on the focus of the organization. You know, a commercial lines heavy agency is going to look and feel different than a personal lines heavy agency. One that's in rural Ohio is going to look very different than one in um, Florida. The productivity numbers in North Carolina are going to look very different than Ohio. So again, because we're doing this through the state associations that have deep, deep knowledge, because our, our agents do business with us and share this information, we're able to give you relevant information that you can put to work and actually really make decisions on versus a national average that only represents maybe 2% of the agencies across the country and 
also the very top agencies across the country. So, you know, this was this was really a thoughtful um, reason we got into this space because we felt like there was a whole like 80 percent of the agents didn't have relevant information to put to work. And that's who our constituencies are. Yeah, I would say that benchmarking thing is so critical because, yeah, if you're if you're just like Googling the national average, you're probably not getting credible information that really applies to the makeup or the size of your agency. So really being able to break that down and get specific has to be just like very powerful information for agencies to be able to look at and then start making some real decisions based on. Absolutely. The number one area is compensation, I have to tell you, like Mm -hmm. agencies have no idea. Am I compensating fairly? How do I attract and keep my talent? And that's one of the areas that we really hope to make a huge difference and make it very relevant for agents to make uh, great decisions. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I should, I'm, I'm going to share a couple comments quick here. Chris, Scott Green said, Carrie is my hero. Oh, <laughs> I love Scott. Yes. <laughs> and Ash Fitz says, yes, go girl. Um, yeah, and she is awesome part of our team. I'll tell you what, we uh, we made an incredible hire there. Um, I get to spend a lot of time with Ashley. So thank you, Ashley. And thank you, Scott. Yes. And then Chris Green said data is everything. I'm using it right now to predict flooding on properties and minimize flood claims. So, yeah, Chris, Chris Green, by the way, dude, you're in a, you're in a league all of your own out there <laughs> with this stuff. So uh, but that is that is fantastic. I mean, I saw him drop that comment. And I'm just thinking, man. I, 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 it's over my head. <laughs> That's amazing. It sounds like someone I should know, though. So, absolutely. Christine, I hope oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Let's Christine do this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You can so. make a two-hour conversation out of kind of any topic with Chris Green. He's, yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, a lot of depth to that guy. Carrie, when you when you dig into the data um, for an agency and you present your findings to the owners, um, you know, besides compensation and when you're looking at just their book of business, is there – is there a trend or is there something that often surprises the agency owner when they see the insight that you're able to give? So I love that you asked that question because most people think that we just give data and then it's done. But okay. the beauty is in the conversation right. that we have with the agency. So, um, you know, the, the RISE report that we present is really focused on several operational areas. And I'd say, two beyond compensation that there's always a conversation about is what is your product strategy in your agency? What's mm-hmm. your product mix? And what has that resulted in um, for your average commission? And how does it compare to other agencies across the state, in your region, those that are fastest growing? And that really gets into conversations like, are you part of a aggregator cluster or an alliance? Like mm-hmm. what's driving your commission versus other agencies? And are those decisions that you want to possibly revisit? Or is it a niche that you're focused on that's causing that? Or mm-hmm. is it a size of, of, but so it really gets to the why behind yeah. what we're seeing and starts really thinking, they start bouncing ideas about what should my strategy be? I was going to um, say, because around- a lot of, Oh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but I was going to say a lot of people I feel like may not have that strategy yeah. ironed out. That was my so, right same thought. How many so, of them know when you yeah. ask the question? Well, you know, it's a conversation. So they're like, yeah. wow, I never really thought about it that way. I mean, agency owners are working in their business all day long. They're just they're they're serving their customers. This yeah, allows them to take it like lift their head up and say, yeah. wait, what is my strategy and yeah. what is driving this? 
Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's been a fun, I, I've learned as much about agency owners as I think that they've probably learned from the data. Pro, I've probably gained more, but uh-huh. it's a, it's always a pretty cool conversation. The other area is sure. what's your carrier strategy? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, typically an agency that is maximizing their carrier relationships writes um, about 80% with their top five carriers. When you find an agency that doesn't have that, that, that begs the question, what is your strategy here and why are you, why did you make that choice and what might it do different in your agency if you were to take that Look at that differently. So again, we're not here to say this is right or wrong, but it's yeah. just about having a conversation. Can can you give us a real example? I mean, think back to maybe in the last few weeks. Like, you know, have you have you presented some findings, some peaks this conversation, and then their particular makeup of agency, they've decided to to turn right where they've been going left the whole time. Can you give us a real example of, the, of something like that? Um, I can give you an example of an agency where we both did their valuation and um, a rise report. So we okay. valued their agency, looked at their whole makeup. Um, mm. We were working through an internal perpetuation with them and we did a rise report. And by the time we made it to the rise report, they actually decided to use service centers as part of their um, as part of their. Um, growth strategy rather than hiring. So, it, and this is really interesting because this particular agency was 100% against using service centers. Mm. You know, when I first mentioned it two years ago, when we started, they're like, absolutely not. That's not for us. But when they looked at all the data, they're like, you know, maybe this is a really good strategy. So it's, it's things like that that have come around. Um, you know, I've also had agents say, I want to acquire other agencies yeah. and I want to know what this will look like when both agencies are together. Rise report is a really good tool in order to assess that because mm-hmm. it allows you to see the strategy of both and what they would look like together. So wow. those are kind of cool things that come out there. It's, it's different in every agency though. I will tell you that for sure. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So on the rise report, let's, let's dig into that just for a minute. Um, you know, let's say an agency, Let's say we decide here at our agency, we decide to go with a rise report. Um, what are the key, you know, top three metrics that you're presenting in that report? So um, the first section that you'll see is what your carrier mix is. What is your split between personal lines, commercial lines, life and health, and then what's your average commission rate? So mm-hmm. that is, you know, we'll have a whole conversation about that. The next section will be all about your carrier structure. So how much do you write with each of your carriers? What is your carrier's concentration in your marketplace and what's your influence with that carrier? Meaning how much of their total footprint do you make up? And that's been also an area where agents are interested in. In a small mutual carrier, you might have more influence than you ever knew and it might change the dynamic of that conversation. So So when you're able to figure that out by sort of collating the the different agencies that you work with in a, in a region or an area to say, hey, you, you know, you, you've got this, you've got this amount of market share with whoever. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. That's incredible. So know. that's something that they've never really thought about and maybe never put those things together. So that's the second area. We then look take a pretty deep dive. I mean, as you all know, 
um, our, our industry is aging and mm. the generational health of our industry has been a focus. It's the reason we went into valuation and perpetuation planning. Uh, but we look at it across the entire agency. We're not just focused on the agency owner. We're talking about what's the health across the entire agency. So um, that's really where the agent that I was talking about decided on a, on a service center strategy rather than a hiring. So wow. it's really about, um, you know, it's really about what is your particular situation? What does a healthy agency look like? Where do you have some gaps and what are some strategies? Wave is a possible strategy for some agencies that might have, you know, really young producers where they could really benefit for, from some depth of knowledge. Hmm. Um, service centers come out of that. So, you know, that's a, a pretty strong focus as well. Yeah. yeah. There's about seven different areas that we dive pretty deep into. That's but those are the ones that I think are the most heavily uh, utilized at this point. Okay. And for those that are watching around the country here, because we've got, a, you know, a nationwide audience, what, um, what states are you in? You know, what, what associations have you already started working with? Give us that breakdown and, and how, how people might actually find your, your work. Absolutely. So we started in Ohio. Um, so the Rise Report has been live in Ohio for about a year now. Um, and then we have investor states. So, um, our investor states are Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Maryland, North Carolina, Florida, Michigan, and Illinois. Mm -hmm. So those, the RISE reports are available. Um, and that represents about 20,000 agencies um, in those that are associ associated wow. with those organizations. In addition, we will be bringing the RISE report live in five more states, which is Texas, California, Kansas, Tennessee, and Georgia. And I just have to tell you, at some point, I'm going to need a cue card and make sure that I get all of these. The last thing I want to do is be on one of these podcasts and forget a state. Yeah. Um, you know, we are super excited about our partnerships, but yeah. we've grown a fair amount in the first year. You know, that's 14 states that we are, you know, we're bringing this product to. And then we have three more products coming out um, by the end of this year. So we're super, we're super pumped to be able to bring this to agents. So let's, let's, um, let's, let's, let's look into the crystal ball just a second. All right. Let's go out into the future. Um, you know, you, you've, you've been at this just for a couple of years, right? I mean, not long. Right. Right. right? right. So, and you've already made sort of a measurable difference in a lot of the agencies you're working with. Um, you're at the forefront of data. You're at the forefront of, of this type of, of work and how it is going to help us improve our agencies and improve our, hopefully improve our uh, bottom lines, right? So yeah. what what do you see independent agency channel with data in the next five to 10 years? What's going to be essential for our survival? Um, I would tell you, I think that just like in any other industry, mm. those that are making informed decisions will have much higher growth rates, much better success, they will, and it's because they can make decisions like, who do I want to do business with? So it's going to be agencies using data. It's going to be carriers using data. It's going to be about marrying that data together and making sure that we can create efficiencies in this channel that allows our consumers to win. The beauty of an independent agent is choice, but it's also right. 
the curse yep. because that causes this inefficiency. And I believe that agencies are on a continuum. Those that can harness data and can brace change will be the ones that are winning and serving consumers and meeting their changing needs, uh, you know, all along the way. So I believe that this is this is not something that someone needs to do 20 years from now. This is something people need to embrace today mm. and evolve as our as our marketplace is evolving. Have you seen pushback? I mean, have you got some pushback in certain areas? Um, I, I don't know if I'd call it pushback. Here's the here's the reality of our industry, though. Ninety percent of business renews. Mm. Like it, it's um, if you looked at just the data and you didn't think about the environment at all, you would say, "Why do I need to change?" Mm -hmm. But that is the, going to be the death of many agencies that don't understand that consumers are changing. You know, my daughter is buying insurance next, not me. Mm -hmm. So are you really where they are? Are you really meeting where the consumers are going to be? But because of the nature of our marketplace, I think change is slow simply because people don't want to change insurance. The next thing, you're, you're not going to be protecting your ex states. You're going to be People will be able to take your business because they can anticipate what your clients want and yeah. you're not doing that. So we need to be in a place where we can leverage our data. Just like, um, you know, Chris Green is doing things about flood. You know what your clients need based on the behaviors that are happening with your clients. It's those agencies that are going to win. And we want to help you leverage that data to become predictive rather than reactive in your businesses. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I could probably talk about that for hours. That's like a soapbox waiting to happen. So. Yeah, well, that's okay. You know, we can we can get in on that. That's fine. I mean, that's all that's all good. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I think I think there could be some clarity here too around the idea. I, I, we'll just we'll kind of go in the weeds just for a minute um, on a discussion about niches, okay? Um, because you know, I I think of a traditional uh, agency model as being and built really. If, to, to you know perpetuate itself and succeed into the future is to have a mix of a lot of different things. Sure. Some commercial, some personal. We've got uh, high risk, low risk. We've got you know all this different mix um, of different of of um, of consumers and and people. I guess I'm saying that we're we're working. Right. Um, I also hear that you know the riches are in the niches, and so focusing on one client, one type of product. I mean Chris Chris Green in, in focusing on flooding. I think he's probably um, probably the, at the forefront of someone who's taken a product and niched in it so well, um, and he, his success speaks for itself. But like, you know, talk about what the data is telling people because I think a lot of agents and a lot of agencies have have established this foundation. Um, Main Street will have a solution for everybody, and that works. And so, where does where does data start to tell us that you know if we start to focus on some niches? Um, we could start to see compounding, um, you know, compounding returns on, on what, what that data is going to be able to tell us. So that makes sense. Yeah. 
It does. Okay. Um, it's so funny. I was actually in Texas and we, uh, we had what's called a rise expo. And one of the breakout sections sessions was to talk about this very topic. Mm. And there was five different agents, four or five different agents on a panel that really were talking about this, this and saying in their agency, the strategy, one was heavy niche focused. One was, um, a generalist. One was a combination saying how he moved from a generalist into a niche. And it was really interesting because all of these agents were fast growing and all of these agents had found a way to make that happen. I think where it's going to see, you're going to see a divide at some point is efficiency. So at some point it's really hard to, to, unless you can make whatever your strategy is as efficient as possible, then you're going to see, um, you know, maybe one that, you can create the efficiency outperforming the other. Mm-hmm. But right now I think everything's inefficient because carriers are working a different way than, than agencies are. And, you know, then that technology is causing the inefficiency that the nature of our industry is causing that. So niche, not niche right now, it's kind of even when we solve that, you're going to see those that those carriers that you can do business with where you can be incredibly reactive on are going to be far more profitable than those that you cannot. But right now our industry is still pretty fragmented with the tools that we have and the technology that exists. So I would tell you, um, I would tell any agent, whatever you feel you can provide the best advice mm. and the best and be the expert in stay in that space because that's where people are going to trust you. They're going to know, like, and trust you and want to do business with you and then find the technology that creates the efficiencies for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if that's, that's a pretty roundabout. You got Carrie Wallace's view on that. Not necessarily, um, you know, what the data is going to tell us. The data is going to be clear, you know, as you can create that efficiency. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, and I think I do. I do think it depends on you know what your what your operations are able to handle. Like you say, what your you say what your efficiencies are. Um, yeah. You know, for instance, you know, I could I could start to niche in something very specific, and I guess you know the question then becomes: a lot of people would say, "Well, you're crazy not to offer them a." you know, a group, a group health option, you know, and a, um, other benefits for their employees and, and then, oh, dive into their homeowners and auto and stuff like that. And I guess, I guess, you know, what I've struggled with, and this is more of a, a, a personal soapbox for me is, you know, it, at what point does, um, should we continue to focus on the vertical within a niche and the different products that are surrounding one individual relationship versus punt those to the person that does it better? Yeah. And I think that's a strategy question for your agency. I mean, yeah. are you going to are you going to build out the carriers that that give you depth in that one niche mm-hmm. or are you going to is there a ceiling there and then it makes sense that goes somewhere else and you're referring that away. And I think I think being thoughtful about that and actually thinking about what is the most profitable client yeah. that I have in my agency and if I'm going to invest which one would that be and what does investment in that actually look like? And that might require a carrier strategy that might require a different hire within your agency. So that's actually what the insights report will do for Mm -hmm. agents, which is the next product that we're talking about bringing to market where we go deep into your agency management system, do an analysis of your book, show Mm -hmm. you the opportunities of what industries are growing around you, what niches you're already in, 
what the what the capabilities are in the carrier structure that you have today and help you decide where are some investment opportunities for you and your agency again but it's really based on what is the kind of agency you're trying to build yeah and then what's the opportunity so yeah i think that's a personal question good do you find that there's issues just around the credibility of the information that you're able to get out of an agency management system because oh, i know yes. coming from the agency world that that was a struggle it was like we can yeah. i could i could create 200 reports for you on anything that you could possibly ask me for. Yep. But me feeling like it was accurate and that there was credibility behind those numbers, there was always some hesitation there. So how do you how do you bridge that gap? Yeah. That's a that's a tricky one and we're working to solve that today. Mm -hmm. I can tell you in the reports that we have right now with the Rise report, the source of the data makes it be accurate. But once I go into an agency management system, it is really at the um, at the mercy of how that agency captures it, how consistent they are, which is, again, another byproduct for us to help agency owners and everyone within their staff understand how important it is to capture data in a very um, structured way and have those policies and procedures in place. So uh, you will find, you'll see out of Intel agents, lots of classes about data integrity and, and what those things are and how to set a data strategy and, you know, what that means and how you communicate it all across the agency, not just the agency owner. So everybody buys into why this is the right thing to do for your agency. But, you know, I, I, I know that agency owners are some of the best relationship and coverage people I will ever meet in my life. They are not technologists. So we need to help move them along on how to leverage the technology. And I say that with love. Like, I get it. They have their strengths. But I think we're here to help help build that discipline and understand the importance of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, a lot of agency owners are not they're not necessarily the data entry people. Right. They're not the ones pulling the reports either. They're the ones maybe looking at those final numbers, trying to make an assessment. So really understanding right. who it is in the organization that really needs to be informed. Um, you know, so will you guys like dive into even like auditing procedures and things like that? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. And who's going to be the champion in the agency? Like, mm -hmm. that's the thing. Sometimes it's not the owner. It's the people yeah. that are driving, you know, what's happening in that in that organization. So 100% you'll see that coming out of Intel agents. It has to. I mean, yeah. if we want to be data-driven organizations, we need to change the culture and and create the policies and procedures that allow us to to harness the data in the right way. So, yeah. Yeah, cuz I think that yeah, a lot of agencies, whether you've been around for 50 years or you've been around you're new, you need that path. You need yeah. to understand like you know, if I input and output and how does this all come together? How do I start making the right procedural decisions so that I can make the right strategic decisions? Absolutely. How do I empower myself to have the data do the work for me rather than, you know, the same agency that was trying to pull the information that I sat across his desk was like, oh, but I have to take this out because it's life and health. And it doesn't actually I mean, it was like, oh, my goodness, so many opportunities for error. And I'm like. Wow, we have our work cut out for us. But here's the thing. We're super passionate about helping agents become data driven and we're we're in it for the long haul because we know that it's it's key to the future success of independent agents. Yeah, absolutely. So um 
So with the landscape and the age of the insurance industry and the, the people, I guess, um, obviously we're seeing a lot of heavy consolidation in yep. the market. And so how I, I feel like this information is incredibly useful as you know, there's, there's larger carriers looking at that path and there may even be smaller agencies that are looking to, you know, just maybe grow in their communities and whatever. And some of that is acquisition driven. Um, is this part of the information? Is this a way that the information can be used in order to better assess that evaluation and purchasing process? 100%. So, I mean, there's a ton of consolidation happening. We in, in Ohio, we know that 45% of our agency owners are at or beyond um, retirement age and about 6.5 billion in premium volume is going to change hands in the next 10 years. Wow. So it's going to happen. Um, and so this data actually helps marry agencies that are looking to purchase and create a marketplace for those that are best matched. It's no longer about who did you meet at the chamber yeah. 20 years ago and have a right. handshake agreement with. It's who has the same carrier structure, who actually uh, won't have to roll a book. They'll actually pay a premium for this agency that enhances what they're already doing. So we can we have what's called agency link. And in any of the states where we're doing valuation and data, it will be available for agents to go and say, I'm looking to sell and I want to I want to have these criteria be who I want to evaluate purchasing my agency. And number one every time is culture. Are my clients going to be taken care of? Are my staff going to be taken care of? Yeah. And then it goes to some really factors like what's the agency management system? What is the niche? What are the carrier mix? What like again, all, everything that's in a rise are the things they're trying to evaluate and you'll see rise about uh, evolve to what technology is being utilized. You know, what's the presence, what's the growth pattern, what's the loss ratio, all of those things will evolve. Remember we're only a year and a half in, but yeah, um, yeah 100% like that is, again, we want to help agents make the best decision. And so we also want to give them all the options that are out there and make sure their largest asset is being sold for what it's worth. And so hmm. that's that's something we will be helping with as well. Which is yeah. absolutely incredible. It can be, it's a tough process that, it you is. know, that just understanding are our organizations going to match up well together? Hmm. And exactly. it can be, wow. I mean, it's so tough when, it doesn't work out the way it should. Um, but yeah, being able to really make a better assessment from the front end is incredibly powerful. Wow. That's great. I love it. Olivia, I feel like uh, I want to bring you in here for a second because uh, at uh, at your previous post, which I hope we're, we're okay to, to talk about that for yeah. a second. Data was a, data was a big, big part of your specific role, correct? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we were really trying to better manage small business mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we we wanted our agents to focus on the mid to large space. Um, and we really wanted to make sure that we were efficiently managing and servicing and acquiring small business. So whether it was, the, you know, the decision was to continue writing that business. We weren't ever going to stop right. handling small business. But like having the right set of information in terms of it, you know, being paired up with the right carriers, the tools. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, the variation in technology across the market was a huge, it was a huge issue. 
you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then how do we service it? How do we do this well so that we can remain profitable in this area? So, yeah, I mean, for anybody that even wants to try and segment out their business well, this is incredibly powerful information. I mean, even if it's a matter of looking at it and going, this is doable or it's not doable. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So, Carrie, back to you for a second. So if um, if if an agent wanted to, uh, to to work with you on your services, do you find in the people that you've worked with, the agencies that you've worked in, that by and large, there's that one person in the agency that has a better handle or the best handle on the management system and how data is going in. And, you know, d- does everybody have that one person or is it is it sort of scattered as far as the data and how it's being collected? Um, so it's been my experience that there typically is one person that's mm. the lead on the knowledge, but um it varies how deep that knowledge is agency to agency, if that makes sense. I will tell you, it's not like um, we go and everybody has a great handle on what they've got in their, in their agent. That is not uh, my, my experience. Mm -hmm. And it really, um, it varies based on the roles in an agency too, and the size of the agency. So Mm -hmm. if someone has, um, really carved out the operations of an agency away from someone who's producing or someone who um, is servicing, those seem to have a much deeper knowledge of the data that they have and the systems that they have mm-hmm. than those that have not been able to make that delineation at this particular point. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it varies, but yes, typically it's one person has a lot more knowledge than the rest. Yeah. I guess my point in that was I feel like somebody in your agency, if you're out there listening, is going to have a good handle or at least some foggy idea as to how yes. to get some of this stuff out of there. And I think I think it's it's um it's time that we just kind of put a charge out there and say, go talk to that person today and tell them what do we need? How important is the data that we're collecting? Is it consistent? Does everybody you feel like put in data the same way? You know, you no, know, it's not acceptable to put an email address in a sticky note that's that's you know twenty pages deep in a management system. You know, right. it's important to put it in the right spot where it belongs, and we've got to get serious about that. Otherwise, it's going to make your job a whole lot harder, and it's not going to provide quality insights that we need to make decisions into the future. Would you agree? Hundred percent agree with that, and get really get really thoughtful about which things are going to make the difference and which things are not. So don't try to do everything. Try to be really strategic about which things we need to get incredibly disciplined about, and hopefully our organizations helps you figure out what those items are. You know, an email address is is super simple, but you wouldn't believe how all over the place it is in an agency management system is a perfect example so and if you can't reach your clients then you're kind of um you're, you're in a little trouble right yeah. so and how many yeah. of us are guilty of what's the email address i don't know let me look at outlook for a second what's the last message exactly I said? Uh, so, oh yeah there it is yeah right so it's so disparate you've got it but it's all over the place it is, and it's yeah. a matter of getting super disciplined about getting it in the right place so you can get it out so yeah 100 percent agree with you so how do you feel like Carrier download impacts. The Great way question. That this information is comes in and then needs to get pulled back out. Because um, I think it's it's a struggle. You want it for efficiency, 
I don't know that it's always everything that you want it to be. And so we, yeah. So I'd just be curious what your thoughts are on that. I think it's a challenge. I think that you hit the nail on the head that it's, it's great in theory for efficiency, but I also think it drives agencies to use their data in a way that maybe doesn't allow them to capture it in their own system. So I think it, causes a duplication, which is inefficiency. And then you're just trying to get this done, but you don't have it in your own agency management system the way that it may or may not need to be in order to report on it. So we got to get that streamlined. You know, uh, Neon is doing amazing work to solve that problem and address that problem. And in the meantime, again, there's a continuum. So we're going to help educate data, educate agents on how they can manage their data in their agency management system as it is today and be able to leverage that. But it also requires if you're using upload, download, what do you still need to have as your own data and why is it important for you to keep it in your own agency management system in order to be able to become predictive in how you're thinking about your clients? So I think it's a challenge. You know, it's um, there's so many people in our space trying to solve how do we create efficiencies? Who do you want to trust your data with and how are you going to, um, you know, really think about the future of your agency. And so I think it's important for agency owners to really um, pay attention to who's in the space, why they're in the space, what they're doing and what it means to your business. That's a, that's one of yeah. the, the biggest problems to solve. Yeah. And uh, I think I, there's a, there's some really cool people out there trying to solve it. So and I think it's even, you know, I guess encouraging the agency owners and people out there that, that you have a voice with that. Right. I mean, you're not beholden to just what the carrier says must happen. And we Correct. think that that is because that's, hey, don't bite the hand that feeds you. They're the one that's given us the, the product and the opportunity and we're pairing people up with them. But, but you, your ownership in your book is the ones and zeros. It's correct. A through Z's. And it's, it's, it's how you're capturing that and using it every day that can, that can make a difference. And so I think, I think the message there is just you have a voice and you need to start engaging with, with companies about how that download affects you. You might not be able to fix it in the first, in the first uh, email or the first phone call, but get on the phone. You know, and say, this yeah. is messing me up and I can't, I can't figure this out. Do you have a solution for that? Or what am I, what am I supposed to do at that point? I think that's just a, a real important message that people need to hear. And I also think that, you know, the organizations that are, that are gathering all this data are your state associations. We also yeah. have the ability to advocate yeah. for independent agents in order to help solve this problem. So I think, you know, I, in, in Ohio, um, I can tell you that that's a that's a conversation. We're viewed as the data state um, for many reasons, obviously, and yeah. we are singing that song as well. So you can you can bet there's a collective voice that is out there saying we want to solve this and we create efficiencies to help our agents compete in this changing marketplace. And one of the ways is getting us all together on what. The requirements are and what it means for the practical agency. And so, yeah, yeah. definitely sing the song and sing it loud. We will be yeah. singing it with you. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think there, there's a, I think you bring up a good point, Carrie. In fact, that we need to understand 
what is it that we actually want to get out of it? Because yeah. I can I could tell them like, well, I just I don't like where you put this information, but why don't I like it? What what's right. what's the impact? So really understanding, you know, when I pull this report, this is where things are going off the tracks. Or, you know, so it's not like I want you to fix it just because aesthetically I want you to fix it. How is this information coming out erroneously and impacting the way that I need to run my business. And yeah. so I think, you know, just having the right conversation, having it be business driven. Um, Cause I mean, I think for a long time it was just like data sets, data points, but what's the meaning behind all of that? Right. So, yeah. Right. I think, yeah, it's, and it's, yeah, it's carry, it's the conversation carriers, state associations, agency management systems. Yes. Does, you know, it's like if you can get everybody on the same page and giving a consistent message, I think that we're going to be able to move that needle so much far, further forward faster. Um, but it does come, in, come down to understanding what do we need to be getting out of our agency management systems. If you don't understand that, you're throwing a dart at the wall and hoping. Yeah. For anyone that is in this in this industry and is is vested on the independent agent channel being successful, we want to be on the same side on this. And it's no longer an us and them. It's a we. We either want to have the marketplace or we don't. And if we continue to be fractured, um, you know, next thing you know, we're going to have direct writers taking taking the business, which nobody wants. So in my mind, it's about figuring out what the right thing is that you want everyone to be aligned on and then bringing it together. So absolutely. We all win if that happens. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, and not that I want to sympathize with, you know, any big conglomerates or anything like that. But if they're trying to create 50 different custom solutions, the odds that that's going to happen very slim. Mm -hmm. If it's like this is how we can make the entire product better for everybody. And this is why I feel like it speeds up the process in terms of actually putting technology behind those solutions. So earlier when I said, um, you know, agents should really think about who they're sharing their data with and who they're doing business with, any organization that's agent led is going to be focused on solving the problems you just said. So I would be um, I, the best advice I can give you is the people that are trying to solve this are listening to agents. You know, every association is run by top agents in that state, agents reports to those people. So ultimately agents run agents. We're never going to vary from anything that doesn't help agents. And so, you know, as you're thinking about where you invest your time and energy to solve these things, it, you want to make sure it has an agent focus. And, you know, that's been, that's something super important to us, you know, and I think, Anyone trying to solve this should really think about what's the motive of the company that you're doing business with and are they going to align with the mission and the strategy and and where you're trying to go. So, you know, that's that's the beauty of Intel agents. It'll never vary from independent agents. Yeah. Carrie, that's yeah. tremendous. I just I'm so glad you're able to come on today. Uh, yeah. I hope you I hope you've had fun. Olivia, we're you know, I feel like we're rolling with these things. Uh, I don't know. I you know, the guests just keep getting better and but not to diminish anything has come before, goodness gracious. But I am I am just I'm just super stoked about this. Um and I think it's time. What do you think? Olivia, I, should we go with it? I, I think I, I think I'm ready. I'm I think I'm ready for the whiteboard wrap up.
Carrie, this is what we call the whiteboard wrap-up if you've never caught the show before. Here we go. All right, so these are some things that you said on our broadcast here that I thought was important. Owners can't put data to work. That's the truth. They can't do it right now, and, you, and, and hopefully they'll be able to do that if they work with you. Give your insights that you can give them insights that they can put to work immediately, all right? Those who make informed decisions will see success. I think that's huge. It's not about X dates. It's about consumers' behavior. And if you know when they're going to leave, you can make the right effort to keep them. And or you can start taking other people's business when they don't understand what the <laughs> customers are doing. That is uh, true, that's that's yeah. my sales mind. I'm sorry. I'm a little more competitive that way. Uh, we have to develop a process um, and procedure to capture data consistently and I'm giving you a shout out here, intelagents.io. That is the website to find all that is about Intel Agents and Carrie Wallace. Where else can they find you, Carrie? Oh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm pretty all over the place. So and and you can always find <laughs> with exactly. You can find me at the 5 a.m. club, too. So I'll be there. Yeah. In the anyway. Twitter sphere. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're very yes. welcome. And is it okay if I publicly ask you to come on my podcast? Oh, of course it. it is. I would be honored to come on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I mean, yes. Nameless plugs around. I mean, hey, whatever. You know. <laughs> if you need insurance in North Carolina, you know to call me, right? That's, That's right. That's and data. Data is my thing, people. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Anything else? Are we good? I think we're good. We're good. Thanks so much. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you so much. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys soon. All, All right. right. See you later. Elevate. Day. Come on. Get yep. on that. Elevate.com. Elevate. Elevate Elevate Go there. Check us out. All right. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.